In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad move. This show will attempt to find the good, the bad, and the weird, and convey them in a seriously irreverent way. Get ready, adventurer, and as always, we apologize for the inconvenience. Hi, I'm Steven. I'm Aaron. And I'm John. This week, and Aaron has brought with him something that comes around every year. And he always brings it because John is somewhat obligated as, as an <laughs> uncle to buy. And then I'm just a sucker for these things. Although if you're listening to this and you have kids that are involved in these things, you can just it's leave the, me the hell alone. It's the Charleston Rap Fundraiser well, you can, for Wilson. You can order these... Like it's tubs elementary school fundraisers. Well, as Maddie remembered last year, Steven sees these and apparently loses all right. ability to resist temptation. I mean, you buy like a box or a bucket of these cookies, you throw them in your freezer for the next year and a half. Now, this you one, just throw a few things in your oven. This one is two awesome. flavors in one box. It's 20 chunky chocolate chip cookies and a 20 white chocolate macadamia cookies. But there's the other one that has the white chocolate and the macadamia nut, which is the one that makes me weak in my knees. There's also the lemon drops, which, as it uh, says, sweet yeah. and tart adds up to only one thing, you're malicious, and they're white. Yeah, see, this is where I lose my control. Is because, yeah. like, there's some I days I want like a lemon tart. There's some days I want like a white chocolate macadamia nut. So I buy three or four boxes, and then I'm just... Oh, uh, that's where they get this you. This is why I can't lose weight. So right. $16... <laughs> I love this. It's $16 for a 2.7 pound tub, or you can pay $1 more and it comes in a box instead <laughs> I of a like tub. I kind of like the tubs better than the box. I do too. Though. I like to have the lid that comes off because the box is, yeah. you know, like if you accidentally knock it out of the freezer when you're drunk and you just want to get two of them to eat cold outside. That's interesting. That's when you're laying you, on the trampoline. That's really odd. That shows you that cardboard is actually worth more money than plastic. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But anyway. <laughs> While John is continuing to, I don't know what to do. peruse this, um, we actually tried to talk about this a couple weeks ago in the episode, a technical difficulty, and it was screwed up. It was, yeah. it was kind of a late night, and I don't think I was paying attention. Yeah, to because we had uh, – uh, so we missed an episode, and prior to that we had done an episode where we were just bitching and moaning. It sure. was called Burned Out, which – Or bitching and boning. One of uh, – a, a regular listener reached out to us. Kind of mole style. Um, yes, has to go off record, but we had a really nice uh, phone call about about some of our internal processes for the passing of legislation, how State legislation appears work. on the ballot, and then if a if something if a question passes on the ballot, then how that legislation is then carried out by the agency that's in charge of it. Yep. So we got a lot of good info there. So it kind of inspired me to want to go back and again, take a look at all the questions on the ballot. Well, that's what I was going to say is what happened is once we learned that and I paid a little more attention to what happened with the uh, four, what was it? 424. Yes. And then what was going on with the um, medical marijuana petition and the ballot title came out because once again, the attorney general's office played a big role in this process and we learned part of that. That that's the that's the process. The reason he was involved in the whole 424 thing was agencies that enforce the bill always get first interpretation once the bill's passed. 
But when they have a question or that interpretation gets challenged, it goes right. back to the attorney general. So that was actually the process yeah. taking place, right? It was a, it was a good process because that was something that we didn't know, or and probably the reason why we didn't know it is the the process probably never really garnered that much attention with previous bills. And so one of the things that our mole had told us was that previously Senate bills would in intentionally be written with vague language so sure. that it could then be interpreted by the agency of execution. But that agency would also be in communication with the authors of the bill who would be familiar with the, in the author's intent so that the correct interpretation could then be later on applied during the execution of so we found out that ABLE Commission is just a bad agency. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to put it simply without going into a whole lot of details, you know, agencies are ran by people and some are ran better than others. The, right. the ABLE Commission's, you know, just to be brutally honest, you know, that they're not ran as well as they could be. And that shows through repeated situations like this one, like the launching story of H&A. There's, there's all these different things in the situation with the pump and infusing. Right, blood. right. Now, again, they, they kind of came back, but... The point is, is that the able condition just seems disconnected from yes. what the, like they were they were founded when Oklahoma refused to ratify the Pro, abolition the of abolition prohibition. prohibition. Able commission, <laughs> able commission actually showed up with the passing of state question five eighty three in November right. of eighty four when we got which, liquor by the drink, which was because we didn't want to ratify abolition, right, right. and. So it's just like this old school entity, and they're just kind of like, well, Oklahoma's hate liquor. Like, no, no, we don't. Like, we might have back in the We're not very good at writing legislation. Well, <laughs> and another thing, too, is we weren't, there weren't ever frequent changes with alcohol. Sure. So once it was established, I mean, it was like it was just on yeah, autopilot. This, this is like the first modern law we've had since right. that. So it's really kind of not surprising. They've like, never really had to pay attention. It just kind of uncovered a weakness in the process. Right. And so I, I, there's something where we saw, a, you know, a positive impact on people trying to um, influence the agencies and our legislators when uh, 424 was going to be executed by Abel. They didn't understand that they right. that the author's intent was consumption of high point on premises at right. the breweries. So I mean, Abel Commission could have actually went ahead with their interpretation right. that came from not paying attention to the intent, but instead they actually made a pretty good decision because well, we packed the Abel Commission's office right. on that Friday. So I think I think the process and was told they, them what we wanted. They made an announcement of what they were thinking. Everybody started to freak out. So like, okay, we'll hold a public. We have a public meeting coming up anyway, or something along those lines. So come and tell us at the meeting. Everybody showed up in full force. Brewers were there. Local was there. The local Oklahoma craft alcohol something or I forget the acronym. We, we don't look stuff up in right. advance. And all of the public outcry, Abel was like, okay, then we need to do what the process is. They took that basically as a public challenge, even before they'd actually interpreted anything and said, okay, Scott Pruitt, tell us, tell us what to do because we don't know. He said, let them drink high point on premise at the breweries. And Abel said, okay. Yeah. So then we did. <laughs> but the other thing we learned about processing and keep going through this is that the AG is who titles state questions, um, whether I think whether they come from legislative sessions or whether they come from initiative petitions. He gets the right. final titling. He gets to take the 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 intent of the law, the po the possibility of the law, and turn it into a paraphrase to put on the ballot. So it's not like twenty five pages yes. of 
And this is where he gets to insert his opinions. All right. So what we first thought, there was an outcry with the medical marijuana petition because everybody was like, whoa. whoa." And at first I was like, I don't get it. Like he was actually really fast. Like it came out quick. I was like, okay, Scott's got a, he's understanding that people are maybe pissed off at him from previous things. But then the realization came that he decided to leave the word medical out of the description. Yes. So on the ballot, it will be worded whenever it makes it to the ballot. Words that basically this legalizes. Oh, here it is. Legalizes the licensed growth, use, and possession of marijuana. Oh, this must have been updated. But it's basically it said legalizes licensed growth, use, and possession of marijuana. This version I'm reading now says for medicinal purposes. Okay. But now, really? It got updated? But it's not been... If it's but it been says updated, not on the ballot. But not on the ballot. Uh, because him doing that <coughs> made it so this is the deadline. This is kind of a rare occasion. I actually, we're going to talk about state questions because what happened after this was I had been seeing other people post. There's like six or seven something state questions on the right. ballot. And I had no idea what any of them were. And I was like, you know what? I should probably. And they all, they all, they, a lot of them could directly impact things that we do every day. Yeah. And some of them the shocked the crap out of me when I read them. I was like, oh my God. And they I keep can't believe. Always remember a state question changes our constitution of our state. Yes. These yes. are serious. This is a state questions are a big deal. It's not something to go Because once you get one passed, it takes, it doesn't, God can't even change. The, well, no, the, the you can't question. change it. You have to change it with another, another state, state question. question. So you right. can't flippantly, Which, go, you, can't go the, you can't go into the signatures. voting place and flippantly check a box and say questions like you're doing your judges or whatever. This is changing yeah. your state's constitutional yeah, laws. Please don't go into this being like, ah, that sounds kind of good. Right. Because what we're learning is what you're reading on the ballot may not be may the whole not exactly story. Be what, this is another thing where this is one of the instances where your vote freaking counts. So I'd like to just kind of go through these and talk about them. And, and if we have, if we come up with questions, I think we should like try to answer them. One, because I want to be more informed and what better time to do that than Me right too. now. And two, maybe this will help you. So um, I'm looking at, just so you guys know the source of this, and I've come across this page a couple times now in searching, so I'm beginning to trust it. It seems like a pretty, here's the details, here are the facts. It's another one of these Pedia sites. So this is Ballotpedia.org. Ballotpedia, like so, Wikipedia, Ballotpedia. Yeah, if you look at this, it looks exactly like Wikipedia, but they just focus on, I guess, legislative things, presidential, state ballot measures, local judges, executive offices, anything you want to know about. Oh, it's got local judges in there. Okay. Yeah, it, it's got all kinds of municipals, municipalities, school boards, all kinds of stuff. So it looks like a pretty good site. So the first one on here, and these are in uh, numerical order, so we'll just go with that. 776. This one, um, yeah, I don't like this one. State question 776 was designed to assert that all methods of execution shall be constitutionally allowed unless prohibited by the United States Constitution and designated statutorily by the legislator. Wow, I've never heard anybody talking about this one. This could be heated. This is quiet. And what's what's interesting <laughs> about this is we've had some issues with this. So this is going back to these issues where we've been using bad injection drugs. That's and right. Other processes. And the we've learned that the fault in those situations fell on the attorney general's office and the governor's office for not, I forget what the last round of it was, but it was something like they just didn't pay attention to what the, what the, 
drug was they were using. And it was like, oh, that's not. And that's a, that's exactly right. They literally didn't pay attention. <laughs> they were like, oh, yeah, that should be fine. And it's like, no, you need, you, you're killing someone with this. Like, so I, I don't need to know any more about this to say. Read it again. Was designed to assert that all methods of execution shall be constitutionally allowed unless prohibited by the United States Constitution and designated statutor- statutorily by the legislator. Is there anything on there about why this question exists and what this, legisl- and what this legislation is trying to do? Uh, here, I went deeper in. So um, this is... Referred to as a control Okay. Voting yes is designed to provide constitutional language declaring that all statutes of the state requiring the. So, like, oh, all, so this, that's all forms of execution, including this, bad ones, like the botched ones, are legal? The amendment would assert that all methods of execution shall be constitutionally allowed. In any case, deemed invalid, the measure would provide that the death sentence shall remain in full force until the sentence can be lawfully executed by any valid measure method. So that's even saying, even if we mess up or screw up, that there would never be a cause to commute a sentence. We just get to wait till we find Holy a better crap. way. Holy crap. So basically we can't be punished if we fuck up. Kind of what it feels like. State question 776 would forbid the death penalty from being construed as the infliction of cruel or unusual punishment. Jesus Christ. This is really, I'm sorry, <laughs> this is bad. So um, we could just be as cruel as we want and just like, oh, we're just, we're going to hack him to death slowly with a hatchet and there's nothing you can do about it. Here's the official ballot title in its entirety. I, I was reading summations before. So I've read this before, but I'll read it again. The measure adds a new section to the Oklahoma Constitution, Section 9A of Article 2. The new section deals with the death penalty. The section establishes state constitutional mandates relating to the death penalty and methods of execution. Under these constitutional requirements, the legislator is expressly empowered to designate any method of execution not prohibited by the United States Constitution. Including getting medieval in your ass. Right, which basically means we can kill you however we (laughs) want want. as long as it's not a war crime or something along those lines. Death sentences shall not be reduced because a method of execution is ruled to be invalid or botched. I would I would read into that to say botched. When an execution method is declared invalid, the death penalty shall imposed shall remain in force until it can be carried out using any valid execution method. In other words, we will kill you. Uh, the imposition of a death penalty under Oklahoma law, as distinguished from a method of execution, shall not be deemed to be or constitute the infliction of cruel and or unusual punishment under Oklahoma's constitution, nor to contravene any provision of the Oklahoma constitution. Humans are the worst. So basically, if you're one of those self-righteous assholes that believes that just because that you broke a law, that you should die and no respect shall ever be given to you and you can even suffer, then this... <coughs> Is something you would want to vote yes on? So, uh, opinion, hell no. That is dark. That I'm is some brutal, no that. brutal stuff. That's <laughs> that's that's just not. I don't like it. And what scares me about that, like you said, is no one's talked about. This. No one's talked about. I've it. heard nothing about this at all. We love to kill people. We do. You're not kidding. Especially God. here, we want to kill them. We love Richard. We love revenge. We do. We love revenge. It feels good. Like, it once feels again, good. a bunch it, of right bastards. To go in and find somebody to like lay you know, some kind of blame on and say it's this person's fault, and then to go in and be able to just kill them and maybe even torture them. Especially it feels when they so deserve good because it. They deserve it. <laughs> yeah. 
So take Die. what you want. If you if you don't feel like we're explaining this very well or we didn't read something, please go re- read it on your own. Make your own decision. So I'm going. Uh, I'm which going no. We're going three no. thumbs down on seven three seven six. Three thumbs down on yeah. seven seven six, and we already know it's coming up That's next. All three fingers of the W down. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Bring that back. So yeah, we do know what's coming next. We've talked about this one a seven, lot. Seven 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 seven. AKA the right to farm, which is actually not. We haven't been, we haven't had the right to farm in Oklahoma this whole time. Right. We've, we've farmed nothing. Remember 10 years ago when that guy got arrested for farming? Oh, yeah, no, it didn't happen. Do you remember oh, when we, well, that didn't happen, did do it? Do you remember when we farmed so much with shitty plows because of the Dust Bowl? Oh, I do remember <laughs> yes. that. So let's, uh, here's, I'm going to jump right to the official ballot title since now I know I can click in here and find it. This measure, this measure adds section 38 to Article 2 of the Oklahoma Constitution. That's, again, pointing out these are adding to our Constitution. These are so serious. The new section creates state constitutional rights. That See, this is where the language can get get very shady. This new section creates states' constitutional rights. No, last I checked, our rights were inherent. We don't have to have them created for us. They're inherent. So unless they're being, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, impeded. Right. So this already is misleading to me. It creates the following guaranteed rights to engage in farming and ranching. There it is again, using the rights. Yeah. Two times already in two, two sentences. The right to make use of agricultural technology. The right to make use of livestock procedures. And the right to make use of ranching practices. These are so vague. They are. And then the best way to sum up this entire bill is what this bill does is so much farming today is not done by your grandpa. It's done by huge corporate entities on huge amounts of land with these unvetted practices that could basically destroy your drinking water if you live near it. So what 7-7 does is it makes, it allows corporations to carry out farming practices that if they harm you, you have no recourse to protect yourself. You can't go to the law and say, can you help us? These guys are ruining everything over here with their huge corporate farm. And like, sorry, and they have the right to farm. Let me keep reading because there's more here and it's really screwed up. These constitutional rights receive extra protection under this measure that not all constitutional rights receive. That's really interesting to me because I was under the impression that a constitutional right was like the highest level of right. Right, This is like the freedom of speech. There's extra constitutional. So we need extra protection on constitutional rights. Doesn't make any sense. This extra protection is a limit on lawmakers ability to interfere with the exercise of these rights. Now keep in so mind, that it, keep in mind, it's these lawmakers wanting to pass this that they're talking about interfering. So this is a, a it's called an Alec bill. It's written by corporations. Corporations are putting protections for themselves into our constitution. And also, so what that means is, remember, Oklahomans didn't write this. The people that you know that farm, they did, did didn't not write make this. this bill. It's right. people that don't know you. This that same don't care this same about bill you. is under different names and numbers in states all over the country. Right, and here's an interesting part here too, because to me, when you're talking about protecting people and individuals, some of that, and they're talking about protection, protecting you from the lawmakers. We're talking about what the state will sometimes do to individuals, which. In some cases with farmland, with any property in real estate, some of those biggest things are eminent domain, right. mineral interests, easements, right away, that kind of stuff. 
Interesting to note in 777, the measure and the protections identified above do not apply and do not impact state laws relating to trespass, eminent domain, dominance of mineral interests, easements, right-of-way or other property rights, and any state statutes and political subdivision ordinances enacted before December 31st, 2014, which means you have the right to farm and we can't fuck with you unless we want to take your land away from you for some reason. Which also kind of like yeah, they're not to me. This is like leaving that door open for that shit. Like, oh, you're not going to farm the way we want. Guess what? We need right. the we need those mineral rights you got over there because hey, you don't own those. And we and have the right so to farm. Where, like, if you're a person that um, does say like agriculture, maybe not on a hobbyist basis, but on a small scale basis, and all of a sudden you feel like there's somebody that's infringing upon your rights to do what you need to do. Remember, if you vote yes on this, there you will have no recourse to any law. You're screwed. Yeah. If you vote for this and you're one of those agricultural hobbyists, you will have no recourse to protect yourself at all because it's written into the law that you can't have any recourse to the law. So I think we've covered, we had a whole episode on 777. Yeah. There's Big tons three thumbs of great, down on 777. Tons of great articles out right now. Please go read more. Oklahoma City Council. But again. Oklahoma City Council even said that Oklahoma City is against 777. Yeah, as a whole. So again, we're going to go no on that. No but, on 777. Now this one is interesting. I'd heard about this, um, but I didn't really read a lot about it. And I have, I have an opinion that was formed based on something that was pointed out. But I'll read it anyway. So 779 is a 1% sales tax. I'll just I'll just go ahead and read the ballot title. The ballot title is as follows. This measure adds a new article to the Oklahoma Constitution. The new article creates a limited purpose fund to improve public education. It levies a one-cent sales tax and use tax to provide revenue for the fund. It allocates funds for specific institutions and purposes related to the improvement of public education, such as increasing teacher salaries, addressing teacher shortages, programs to improve reading in the early grades, to increase high school graduation rates, college and career readiness, college affordability, improving higher education, career technology education, and increasing access to voluntary early learning opportunities for low-income and at-risk children. It requires an annual audit of the school district's use of monies from the fund. It prohibits school district use of these funds for administrative salaries. It provides an increase in teacher salaries. It requires that monies from the fund not supplant or replace other education funding. The article takes effect on July 1st after its passage. The state should already be providing money for so this that's shit. That's my point. So, so they're just going to say, hey, you know what? Let's not take responsibility for education. Let's just say, hey, if you want all this stuff... Pay more sales tax. Pay more sales tax, and, and then we'll mismanage this in the end too. And something that was pointed out, and I don't remember where this article I read it was coming from. It was a local publication for sure, but it was pointed out that by using a one cent sales tax to fix the problems, because we're already supposed to be funding these things properly. Yes, we're already paying other taxes for the. By doing this, sales taxes, generally speaking, target the lower income people. Because that's not to say that people who buy stuff higher don't pay sales tax. It's that it, it doesn't come like people. There are ways of corporations getting out of uh, payroll taxes. There are way of getting out of you know profit. I mean, you can you can write off a bunch of shit. You can get away from a lot of taxes. You can't escape a sales tax. That's the stuff I go and every time I fill up my car and I pay 
tax on gas. Every time I eat out at fast food restaurants, I pay tax on those sales taxes. Every time I buy stuff, it tends to shift that cost to the lower level of the tax income as opposed to, hey, guess what? We could probably get like triple this money if we raise taxes 1% on the top 1% yeah. of, you know, which was like everybody over $250,000 or something like Amazing. that. How it's many like, times, I don't know how many things I have heard get passed and be allowed because it's going to send money to the schools. You know, whether it's been additional sales taxes, that's what property taxes are fucking for. Right. That was for schools. Everybody pays property taxes. And, that's, and then the... The lottery, that's going to have money that goes to school. Well, and that's what's going to have money. That's, this school should be fucking swimming in money. That's what's <laughs> interesting about this. You know, it says things like it requires monies from the fund not supplant or replace other education funding. That was what happened with the lottery. That's yes. What apparently happened with the lottery was the money that was supposed to go to education did go to education. But then they said, oh, well, we got, and I'm just picking a number here. This isn't real. We got $2 million from the lottery. So I guess we don't have to give education that $2 million we were going to give them. It's like, no, so wait, you didn't yeah. actually change anything. No. Like, <laughs> they supplanted. Right. And so and now then, they're going to band it again. Oh, well, I guess you'd be, you know, pay another one cent. That, or, it requires annual audit of the school district's use of money from the fund. I worked, I worked for a state education <laughs> institution. We track, we, every single purchase that's made with state money is public record. You can go on a website right now yourself and look up how I what? spend money on my university purchase card. Like this is, there's, there's so much stuff in here to make it feel like, oh, we're protecting, we're yes. doing this. And it's like, no, all you're doing is locking in the funding of education to sales tax as opposed to it coming from the places it is. This is what you didn't do with property And so then taxes. what happens if we have an economic downturn? Right. <laughs> People aren't buying stuff. And so now the schools aren't getting money again. Right. And this is, you know, you can say a lot of things. We've talked, I think we've talked about TIFs before and there's a lot of controversy over that because it, they seem to effectively strip property value increases from benefiting the schools. We have all these great developments and a school is in a district and their money's coming from property taxes and your property taxes double because the property values went up because everybody's renovated. But if it's a TIF district, all of that additional revenue goes to pay back the people who built the commercial structure who should have had the money to pay for it in the first place. That's one view of that stuff. You might have more, but I don't like this. I like. Yeah, I don't trust it. It's I so want it, sketchy. I like that it's protected, and I like the. I like the what they're trying to do. I think we absolutely need to give, and these are numbers I'm pulling from here: 378 million in raises for teachers, 125 million. The for sentiment higher education. behind it sounds nice. But here's the thing: it's one cent sales tax. Like, we should be able to find this kind of money elsewhere. It's it's, it's the shirking of a responsibility. This money should already be there. It's laziness, is what it is. So I'm going to say no on this. Yep, no on it. No on 779. So um, moving on to this. Okay. So 780 and 781 are actually kind of together. And I'll, I'll, I'll read this. 781 is contingent upon our voters, voters pro- approving 780. Although 780 would not become law. If 780, 781 would not become law, if 780 does not pass, 780 can pass on its own without being contingent. So in other words, 781 can't pass without 780 passing, right. but 780 can pass without 781 passing. Right. And the reason is, this is 780, final ballot title. Ooh, this is interesting because they provide an original ballot title that's much shorter than the final ballot title. 
So what do you think? Should I read the final one or read the original one? Let's read the final one first and then, and then read the original. So the final title is this measure amends existing Oklahoma laws and would change the classification of certain drug possession and property crimes from felony to misdemeanor. It would make possession of a limited quantity of drugs a misdemeanor. The amendment also changes the classification of certain drug possession crimes, which are currently considered felonies in cases where the defendant has prior drug possession conviction. The proposed amendment would reclassify these drug possession cases as misdemeanors. The amendment would increase the threshold dollar amount used for determining whether certain property crimes are considered a felony or misdemeanor. Currently, the threshold is $500. The amendment would increase the amount to 1000 Property crimes covered by this include false declaration of a pawn ticket, embezzlement, larceny, grand larceny, theft, receiving or concealing stolen property, which selling property, sorry, taking domesticated Fisher game, fraud, forgery, counterfeiting, and issuing bogus checks. This measure would become effective July 1st, 2017. So far, wow. so far I'm okay with I that. That's the ballot title? Yeah. That's crazy. That's the final one. The original one is this measure amends statutes to reform criminal sentences for certain property and drug offenses. It makes certain property offenses misdemeanors. It makes simple drug possession a misdemeanor. Property offenses where the value of the property is $1,000 or more and remain felonies. And the distribution possession with intent to distribute transportation with intent to distribute manufacture or trafficking of drugs remain felonies. Man, that's Scott Pruitt's a wordy freaking dude. Yeah. <laughs> so to I, put it nicely. <coughs> I feel like I remember signing a petition for this. I do too. Yeah, because it's it's to reduce it's to help reduce sentences and, and right. battle you know the overcrowding of prisons because right. we so love to punish people. Uh, you know, especially as the country is shifting its opinion on things like marijuana, and we're very close to that. Like, you know, to get arrested and get a felony on your record because you have like an eighth or something like that, like is just it's. It's ridiculous. I mean, people's lives get destroyed over stuff yeah. like that. That person out there that's begging for money needs to go get a job. Well, they can't because you're the type of people out here in the state that wants somebody to have a felony for right. having pot on them. So you can't you can't have it both ways. So like, I'm I feel like I'm in for I'm for that one. Like yeah, I'm like, for that one. Quit. And the we've already learned of, that those punishments don't like, work. I, yeah, that's fine. So 781. <clears throat> this is an interesting one. This is only possible if 780 passes. This measure creates the County Community Safety Investment Fund only if voters approve 780, the Oklahoma Smart Justice Reform Act. This measure would create a fund consisting of any calculated savings or averted costs that accrue to the state from the implementation of the Oklahoma Smart Justice Reform Act, that's 780, in reclassifying certain property crime, crimes and drug possessions misdemeanors. The measure requires the Office of Management Enterprise Services, OMES, uh-huh. to use either actual data or its best <laughs> et- estimate to determine how much money was saved on a yearly basis. The amount determined to be saved must be deposited into the nope. fund nope. and distributed wow, to is- counties in proportion to their population to provide community rehabilitative programs, such as mental health and substance abuse services. Okay. This measure will not become effective if said needed is best. So what they're saying here is the money we're going to save on putting these people in prison we are being they want us to be forced to spend on rehabilitation that's healthcare. a great sentiment i love that now sentiment John is shaking i like this <laughs> because it's gotta, gonna fail we can't manage we, we're a fucked up state we'll never pull this off your head? what are you kidding me <laughs> you can't that's that right there is just that's that's just a dream 
All that is is basically for people to line their fucking pockets with. That money, if it actually ever exists or can be found or accounted for, will just be stolen by a politician or a judge. Like, you can't do that. It's, an- it's another band-aid. That's- it's another band-aid to cover the fact that we have overcrowded prisons because we have still prohibition against all yeah. these drugs. If we would just end prohibition, we wouldn't have to keep passing these the same, itty, yeah. little bitty titty well, band-aid and the laws same, and the same that help thing, somebody get a little bit of money on the back end. The same end. thing we were saying about 779, which is um, these things should already be being funded. Right. It's, the money is there. We're just not putting it in the right place. That 781 is for... Uh, the T-set. All that fucking T-set money could go to that. That 781 is for sketchy bastards in politics and higher-up offices to take more money for themselves. That, that tobacco settlement the, fund is amazing that, that that worked and all that money exists, but we're not using it. I Nobody think, will use that I think that 781 properly. was another petition along with 780. I think the intention is right. They're trying to prevent what you're talking about, but I think you are also correct in, but you're still putting the money in control of these same. I love the intent. It's yeah. a great right. idea. But I don't trust any of you guys because you don't ever oh. do the right thing anyway. Speaking of, we're about to get into this one. <laughs> 790. Which one's oh, 790? Oh my God, this one pisses me off. So wait, are we for? I don't know if we're. We're for seven eighty. We're against seven eighty one. Yeah, I'm for reclassifying as misdemeanors and, and yeah, and releasing that a little bit. I don't know that but I like. You know about creating a about creating a fund that's that again, is going to save everybody. This, again, no, because we can't. They don't know how to do that. I think definitely in Oklahoma, and I'm not speaking as this. This is a Republican sentiment typically, but I think definitely here we need less government involved in certain things. And I think adding this new fund that has to be managed, that OMES has to do all these calculations. Nope, this is just idea. a nightmare. And I think it, it also keeps you know it. We need to move towards the right way to handle this, and that right. is ending prohibition. So, oh, and there's all that propaganda that pulls at people's heartstrings to make them think because you caused me to feel a feeling that <clears throat> it must be right. Just because you feel a feeling doesn't make it right. So this one has a little backstory. You'll know what this is as soon as I start talking about it. In 2015, the Oklahoma Supreme Court ruled in a 7-2 decision that the Ten Commandments monument ah. that was displayed on the grounds of the Oklahoma State Capitol violated Article 2, Section 5 of the Oklahoma Constitution. In early October 2015, the monument was removed. For reference, Article 2, Section 5 says, No public money or property shall ever be appropriated, applied, donated, or used directly or indirectly for the use, benefit, or support of any sect, church, denomination, or system of religion, or for the use, benefit, or support of any priest, preacher, minister, or other religious teacher or dignitary or sectarian institution as such. Representative Mike Ritz proposed the monument in 2009 and a Republican majority in the state legislature quickly approved it. While no taxpayer money was spent on the display, the ACLU of Oklahoma challenged its presence as unconstitutional. This measure was proposed largely in response to the Supreme Court ruling. This measure, upon approval, was designed to remove the section of the Oklahoma Constitution that the monument violated. Ballot title. The proposed ballot question is as follows. This measure repeals Section 5 of Article 2 of the Oklahoma Constitution. This prohibits the public use of monies or property for sectarian or religious purposes. That's the whole title. Two sentences coming from a guy who can write a half a paragraph on criminal justice reform. For one Read thing. it again. 
the ballot title. Yeah. This measure repeals Section 5, Article 2 of the Oklahoma Constitution. This section prohibits the use of public monies or properties for sectarian or religious purposes. They want to repeal, They want to remove that from the Constitution. This, right. this is literally trying to repeal the separation of church and state, <laughs> which is crazy because that's a, that's that's a federal constitution. No. But this is, this is lunacy because, I'm sorry, this means it, the only way I would pass something like this and I still wouldn't is if it added in there that every dollar spent on one religion would be equally matched across all. <laughs> okay. It's leaving out two major. There's, there's two. It's, it's, this is the whole magic sleight of hand thing. This is about two major things that none of it is even in there. All it does is it's removing that part of the state constitution it is not repealing separation of church and state because what it's going to do is just replace it with the wording in the U.S. Constitution about separation of church and state. What it does is allows for the two other words that it doesn't mention, school vouchers. What this does is it allows for right. school vouchers, which is the beginning of the end of public education. Right. And the title mentions nothing about this. Right. Like, and the you, reason you expand on how school vouchers is included it, in that? It it's, does not, but the reason it is is because a vast majority here of the schools that want to implement, implement voucher programs are religious-oriented schools. This privatizes education the same way we were trying to privatize so, prisons. Right now, because the concept of a school voucher is, as you as a parent the state would normally say, we're going to give this school $1,000 every year your kid is here. This is just, I'm making up numbers. This is not real. But instead, as a parent, we're going to give you a voucher that says, instead of you taking that to Wilson Elementary, you can take that same voucher over here to Private Joe's Christian College, Christian Elementary School and give him the voucher. So and now the state will send the money to, to him. To a private school? To a private school. We can't do that now because it's a religious entity, so we can't spend state money And they're money hiding there. it underneath a bill about monuments? The, it's the Ten Commandments monument. <laughs> right. was a whole thing. Because here's, here's, here's something that happened. Why do we live here? Here's something. <laughs> that, Oklahoma wasn't the only state that has this in their constitution. A lot of states do. A lot of states added this. Why so, does the federal constitution not protect against this? No, no. The, what we have in place right now is, is actually stricter. Right. than the U.S. Constitution. All of all this is doing is just basically putting the U.S. Constitution in its place. There's a really interesting thing that happened because of it. And I, I can't remember all of it exactly, but it had to do with, a long time ago, um, Catholic schools. And Catholic schools getting state money. And, and you can remember with John F. Kennedy, there used to be kind of this anti-Catholic sentiment. In That's this true. Country. That was a big deal. And with this anti-Catholic sentiment, all of these people yeah. were like, why, why is state money going to these Catholic schools? You know how those Catholics are. We need a stricter law in our state stricter than the U.S. Ah. Constitution, so they put this in place. Well, now because it's in place, we can't do school vouchers because school vouchers have to go to religious schools. Listen to this. I wanna, I wanna re I'm scrolling down the page and I found this other thing. Uh, it's arguments and support and arguments and opposition. And I want to read this. Um, Representative John Paul Jordan of Yukon, Republican, said, for me, it, is, it was important to repeal Article 2, Section 5, not just for the Ten Commandments, but also because of the long-ranging consequences of the Supreme Court's decision in, in Prescott will have. 
the new interpretation of this provision can potentially make our state hostile to religion and have damaging impacts on our counties, cities, and school districts. This impact has already been felt in Johnson County where the ACLU filed a lawsuit based solely on Article 2, Section 5 and forced removal of their Ten Commandments monuments. So this has been happening all over the state and they're they're putting it up as like, well, it's the Ten Commandments. They're, they're being hostile. It's this whole war on religion thing. It's like, sorry, there's not war on religion. There's a war being fought to try to equalize everything like because some are not equal. Ryan Kiesel, executive director of the ACLU, says this, against. As we expected, the Oklahoma House of Representatives took time away from real issues Wednesday to hold a campaign rally dressed up as a Sunday school class. Members of both parties voted to move the state one step closer to Ten Commandments litigation part two. We applaud the 10 members of the House who chose intellectual honesty over political expediency. Meanwhile, the budget crisis remains. The future of education is in peril. Women continue to be marginalized and health care remains an unaffordable luxury for thousands, for hundreds of thousands of Oklahomans. Oklahoma can do better. So that's the other thing. This whole thing was going down during the legislative session where we were dealing with this budget crisis. And instead of focusing on that, they were focused on this. All right. Which has actually zero impact on the budget because it's just right. it's a reallocation of money in a sense. Like, And it's also this word catch-22. It actually is an amendment that in reality technically should go away because the time that it was implemented, it was kind of this hostility thing, but it, it really wasn't necessary. But the thing is with trying to repeal it right now is they're doing it completely for the wrong reasons. It's 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 a complete and total like um, bastardization of capitalism measure to put in this. It's basically because there's people out there that they want. Remember the movie Pump Up the Volume? What happened to Pump Up the Volume? Oh, yeah. She ran out all the poor performing kids. They were kicking all these kids, these poor performing kids out of the school, but didn't tell anybody and kept and them on the roll. The so the school kept getting the money. But the kids weren't getting an education. All in all, I think whether or not that needs to be repealed at some point. At some point, I think it's should. I think right now it's safe to leave it. it. Right now, in this instance, vote no, until, leave until it. Until we get people in, in the Capitol who will focus on things like budget crisis, like education, like mental health care. Things like this, worrying about a law that's not doing anything. Exactly. It's not doing us any harm. Nope. It's really not, I, regardless of your religious orientation, beliefs, whatever. Unless like, you're a greedy bastard that wants that money. It's not doing anybody any harm for the state to just stay out of religion. Yep. Leave it alone. Don't change so, it right now. Uh, I want to move on because we're getting we're getting long-winded here. Yep. And this next one is important. 792. Yes, it is. <sighs> okay. <laughs> this and is I, 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 this was... Um, I, I haven't listened. I, I, the phone call that we had with our mole, um, he says he knows people with opinions on either side because this, this can get heated. We, you know, we have friends on both sides of this as well. Mm -hmm. um, and it's something that everybody wants. And once again, it's also like going back to those the creation of those funds and the one cent sales tax. You know, those things, those sentiments are great. We want more money for education. I would love to have more money going to re rehabilitation services rather than incarceration of people. This one also is a great sentiment. Is this the best way to get what we want? And What's, should we just vote on it now because it's on the ballot? Or should we wait and be patient and try to do better and see what we can come up with next year? 
Yeah. So I'll read the ballot uh, question here. Oklahoma regulations governing the sale of wine and beer. State question 792. This measure enacts Article 28A and repeals Article 28 of the Oklahoma Constitution. Beverages that contain alcohol are governed by the new article and other laws. It requires the legislator legislature to enact laws to regulate alcoholic beverages. Common ownership between tiers of the alcoholic beverage business is prohibited with some exceptions. Some restrictions apply to manufacturers, brewers, winemakers, and wholesalers. Direct shipments to consumers are prohibited unless direct shipments of wine are authorized by law, subject by, to limitations. Licenses to sell wine, beer, and spirits at retail locations are required. The legislator could prescribe other licenses. Sales of wine and beer are permitted at certain licensed retail locations. Licensees may sell refrigerated or non-refrigerated products. And retail spirit licensees may sell products other than alcoholic beverages in a limited amount. Certain persons are prohibited from being licensed. Certain persons are prohibited from being licensed. Certain acts are made unlawful. The legislature could, by law, designate days and hours during which alcoholic beverages could be sold and impose taxes on sales. Certain restrictions relating to the involvement of the state in political subdivisions and public employees are specified. Municipalities could also levy an occupation tax. The amendment will take effect October 1st, 2018. 2018? Yep, 2018. So, for the most part, I'm assuming Article 28 is... Is that the one where we pass liquor by the jerk? Article 28 is the, that's Abel Commission article. Yeah. Right. That's liquor by the drink. It's liquor by the drink. So it's repealing that and revising it. So some of this. Would that make Abel Commission go away then? (laughs) No, because some of this is just, it's clarifying that and it's adding some exceptions where we can basically work around it. So that's the, the other scary thing is it's opening the door to more, which might be good. It might also be bad. Um. But it's just supposed to bring us cold beer in the liquor store, high point beer and right. convenience this stores. This is also stores and supposed to bring beer into Walmart. And wine. Trader Joe's. Right. All right, so here's something. Because, uh, you know, there's, there's debates on both sides all over Facebook for this. And I guess there was a flyer going out telling people to vote yes on 792. Here's what the flyer said. We have an opportunity to help Oklahoma businesses prosper while modernizing our alcohol laws. By voting yes on state question 792, we can encourage our friends and neighbors to buy locally instead of going out of state. We can help develop our local wine and craft beer industries and give local liquor stores the ability to sell non-alcoholic products like ice, corkscrews, and snacks. State question 792 is a responsible approach to modernizing our laws. It encourages economic growth, raises the clerk age for those who can sell beer, and stops Oklahoma from treating 3.2 beer different from regular beer. So vote yes on state question 792. Um, So somebody on Facebook got infuriated by this flyer and said, I just got this in the mail. This ad is a complete lie. Yes on 792 will only transfer your money that you spend on booze which currently stays in state, completely out of state. The local breweries already got their bill passed, so don't let the fast talk and lies of this ad fool you. Walmart paid the money to produce this ad. Does their money stay in state? No. If you want to know why 792 is bad for Oklahoma, please ask me. He's a local merchant. Here's, 
here's an interesting thing I just noticed in the text. It said, Colorado Bush. did better, we can too. <laughs> it says, I want to read this, licenses to sell wine, beer, and spirits at retail locations are required. The legislature could prescribe other licenses. Sales of wine, beer are permitted at certain licensed retail location. Licensees may sell refrigerated or non-refrigerated products. And retail spirits licensees may sell products other than alcoholic beverages in a limited amount. This is interesting to me because based on that text, what this says is that we are going to license a place. We're just going to use this example that you just said. We're going to license Walmart to sell beer and wine high point. But then we're also going to let the retail spirits location sell the products like limes and cork trees, but only in a limited amount. Yes. So what's interesting to me about that is they're kind of like saying, oh, we're going to give them what they want, which is the, the liquor. And we're going to give you guys just a little bit of what you want because we don't want – because that was a, one of the arguments I had heard was like, well, yeah, sure, Walmart's going to compete with the liquor store, but the liquor store can compete with Walmart. You might get a liquor store that's selling – like I might have a liquor store that now has so much product in it, like food and stuff. It could become my new grocery store. Yeah. But this won't because it – limited Correct. in the amount of and non- so what, what what had been going on was there was 791 and 792 792 got on the ballot no problem 792 is another bill kind of like 777 it wasn't written by people in this state well some of it was well, some of it was but it, it also has huge corporate sponsorships too for other businesses outside yeah. of the state now 791 has more of a direct impact on how things operate locally and it has, I guess, more of a... Well, 791 was written entirely by local people. Yes. And it provides... So, it, it's not a limited... It doesn't limit how much they can sell, I believe. 791 didn't make it. There are some... In, so, I think before... I, I kind of just want to move on real quick because I just discovered a section of this that's really interesting. But um, I think generally 792, it, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't. It, it feels There's sketchy. some stuff in there I want, but... I'm kind of with you. I'd almost rather not pass it. We can do better. Again. Let's try again. That wasn't the right go around. I'm not in any hurry to. And here's the other thing, too, is at this point in time, at least for me, where I am in my life, and I don't really see anybody to be able to make valid arguments other than this, but um, I, I drink quite frequently, and I frequently buy stuff at my home to drink, and I'm telling you, there. There has never been a point in time where I went and stocked up on alcohol from the liquor store or from the grocery store and had friends over and partied where my experience was inhibited by the fact that I didn't have access to alcohol or other things the way that this bill is proposing. So I don't, yeah, I want a lot of this stuff. And at first I was all about voting for 792, but I am kind of starting to feel like, you know what? There's nothing urgent about this. I'm not losing out if it's I not don't an urgent vote bill. on this. So maybe, you know what? Let's it's, stop. It, Go it's back not, to the it's not an board. urgent bill. And again, these change the state constitution. So if you it pass this, it immediately gives something other than local merchants a permanent leg up. And here's the other thing, too. Since all of us want this so badly, 
I that should not be an excuse to be like, well, we're this is coming up and yeah, it does kind of suck, but we want it so much to go ahead and it's vote like, it I, in. let's modernize liquor laws. No. Let's, let's quit passing Oklahoma writes shitty legislation. Let's, let's yeah. quit passing it until they can write it correctly. Let's do it right. So here I want to move on to the other things that did not make it onto the ballot. And I can't tell you for sure. I'm thinking because I just noticed this too, the types of bills or types of questions these are. It's telling me now whether they're legislatively generated or community generated. So that's so, a good thing too that I've never really known the difference about is Yeah, and it's once it gets to the state question, you can't tell the difference. You don't know if this was a bill proposed by That would be a good thing to know. Yeah, I think they should put that on the ballot. But these are all community initiated. Um, so none of these made it on. Seven seven four issues five hundred million in bonds to construct storm shelters and schools. <laughs> Jesus that Christ! That didn't make it on. Yeah, so they didn't make it. Screw the kids. Seven seven eight legalizes medical marijuana. This there were two of these initiatives going around at the same time. That's right. And this one didn't make it. Um, I don't know any more about it. Marijuana's bad. Okay. Seven eighty two would have prohibited abortion. Um, Are we still debating that? Apparently, it was a community-generated initiative. Well, don't you remember that whole crazy, gross people protest yeah. that happened at Paseo? So I'm glad that didn't come near it because that's... No, no. Yeah. yeah, stop. Uh, 783 would have allowed the retail sale of wine and beer of not more than 8.99% alcohol <laughs> in grocery stores. So that just kind of just turns the knob from 3.2 to 8.9. That's just a waste <laughs> and, of... And, 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 that's was all. Is that for beer or for like that? Wine saying, and beer. So no liquor, no liquor in grocery stores is what that so, yeah, would have that literally just would have. Wow. So it it, there's like every flavor of that possible being passed around. Check it out. 785 allows grocery stores to sell beer and wine and small brewers to sell beer on site at tap rooms. Also allows retail package stores to sell their product on any day of the year except Thanksgiving and Christmas. That's the one I wanted. That's the one I wanted right there. Um, again, it only talks about beer and wine. doesn't talk about liquor. Actually, I don't know if 792 talks about liquor. None of this stuff has anything to do with liquor. It only has to do with beer and wine. No. Okay. So 792 wouldn't even put... Not liquor. In the 792 store. only puts High Point beer and wine in grocery stores and allows a liquor store... Hold on, I thought this has nothing to do with liquor. Nothing to do with liquor. Nothing. Good to know. This one is interesting. And I kind of wish that this had made it. Um, subject is direct democracy. 787. Changes the initiative and referendum petition process by lengthening the time period to collect signatures from 90 days to one year. Yeah, of course I didn't make I would have totally been in support of that. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that was a petition. It's ironic, but <laughs> yeah. that it didn't make it. 788. And so these next two, I think... We're both initiative-based, and I'm guessing by the difference, and I don't understand the site exactly, but considering this one and the next one both have these arrows, I think they're saying that they got enough enough signatures, they just didn't get in time to get on the ballot. So 788 is uh, legalizes the license, growth, use, and possession of medical marijuana right. or marijuana for medicinal purposes. Uh, I read the text of this one. That's what um, Joe was pushing, it's right? It's the one that Joe Dorman was pushing and I, and the Oklahomans for Health. Uh, and I think it's a solid medical marijuana bill. I mean, somebody, it is solid. some naysayers popped up in a comment thread and they were like, well, this is just an excuse. You're just going to go and get your card for your, your sore back and blah, blah, blah. 
I'm like, you know what? There's going to be a lot of people that will do that. I will probably do that. I, right. I have lower back pain. Why would you anxiety. fucking care? Why would you not? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's none of your The real business. point of it to me, though, is like I would, even, I would even vote for this if it didn't allow me to take advantage of it as long as the people that needed it. Marijuana is a very valuable medicinal drug. It is. There are scientific studies coming out constantly now. I've watched videos. Go, Go watch the documentary Again, Rolling Papers. It's only, yeah. and, and it's only an issue because we're so unhealthily <laughs> obsessed with prohibition. Yeah. So it has an arrow. It, it did get enough signatures. It's been titled. It just It's now waiting for a special election or the next general election, which I don't even know. It's like forever from now. And then 791, which is the other uh, alcohol act, requires the legislator to enact laws to regulate alcoholic beverages common ownership between tiers of the alcoholic beverage business would be prohibited some restrictions would be applied to manufacturers brewers winemakers and wholesalers it doesn't give me let's see if it gives me the full text if i click on it so we can see i feel like the, the best people the people who have the best grasp on 791 and 792 are the p are the people in the industry right the ones who are immediately affected by it so if you still are on the fence about Either one of those and have questions, go find your friends in the industry and, and just ask questions. Because it's... Uh, so it's interestingly still, enough is uh, there was 789, a protest was filed against and the Supreme Court removed it from the ballot. Oh, wow. But they tried, somebody else tried to come and... Supporters of state questions have been until October 31st, 2016 to submit signatures. Uh, but they tried to file it against 791, but the judge rejected that request to block it, but sustained 789 because they felt 789 created uneven playing fields. I don't know why. It's not giving me more information. Do you don't remember at the beginning <laughs> of the year when actually Budweiser was coming up with odds against 792? Because it right. would have effectively put the kibosh on Budweiser's what is distribution, right? Uh, it basically out says Oklahoma. Yeah, it basically said like you can't be a producer and a distributor. Yeah, but so they went back and reworked the bill so that it didn't infringe upon Budweiser's business, and then Budweiser was like, "792 is great." And that's Another the part of this that says some restrictions would be applied to manufacturers, brewers, winemakers, and wholesalers. Yep. So, anyway, that's a – we've been going for quite a while now. Um, that's, lot a good, of, that's a good rundown. A lot of things. <clears throat> Read. Make your own decision. State questions change the Constitution. These yes. are so important. These are huge deals. And you got to ask yourself, is huge. there a better way to approach what's being asked here? And also, we're, and we're also doing this – uh, from a total nonpartisan stance, it has nothing yeah, to do with I'm, Democrat or Republican. It's just about how how well is this being presented and how well do we think it'll yeah, work. I didn't look at any of these and go to look because it says at the bottom here who some of the main writers and supporters were. I'm not paying attention to who right. wrote any of this stuff. I'm I'm reading it and making the decision. Like, do I think that that works? And we're trying to look at it too from zero emotion. Remember a ballot title that you read. Although when I'm you sure go we sounded vote, very emotional, does not yeah. give you a lot of the detail yeah. that is behind it. No, I mean, I'm this one about reclassifying some of the crimes. I want to read more of that just to make sure 
it was community initiated, so I I feel like generally somebody had good intentions with it. Well, and but, it's, it's pretty evident that all of the laws that we have about drugs have zero effects on drug availability and, and drug yeah. use. But, I mean, for me, this is basically no, 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 yes, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Which makes me think I need to go and reread, like I said. For the most part, if you don't know anything about a state question, just vote no. Yes. Just vote no. That. If you don't know anything about a state question, vote no. Because otherwise, you might be you might be shooting yourself in the foot if you vote and yes. Anything on the state that gets voted no on, it's probably going to come back around again, reworded, right. reworked. Right. But if you vote yes on it and it passes, and then you're like, "Well, that was bad." Like, well, now you're going to have to get a whole yeah. new process started. And and remember, as a citizen, you have the right to start a lot of these initiative processes yeah. to get state questions. You, as a matter of fact, as a citizen, if you don't like a state question early on in the game, you're absolutely allowed the right to file a lawsuit to get a state question like removed Jason from the ballot. Did. Right. You can do that if you want. You have those powers available to you. Yep, that was the other thing we looked at is these will get to the ballot unless somebody challenges it. Unless them. somebody challenges it. You can stop it if you want to. You can make it happen and get on the ballot if you want to. You can do those things. Just like Doc says. You can do anything that you put your mind to or something like that. What? Is that Doc, what Doc from Back says? in the Future? Is that what Marty's dad says? No, uh, Doc says that. Doc he does say it? that, especially yeah. at the end of three. Yeah. He says something That's like right. that. That's right. Yeah. Right. You can yeah. do anything if you put your mind to it. So there right. you go. Uh, we've come back from our burnout with some information. Hopefully you'll do something with that. Is it too late to register to vote for the general election in November? It doesn't matter. Go register to uh, vote. If you have questions about that kind of stuff, I think that uh, badvoter.org is a great resource for that. It usually, one, you can check when the last time you voted. You can find the information to register for the vote by mail or whatever it's called. And again, what we were just looking at there was Ballotpedia. Ballotpedia. Like Wikipedia, but Ballotpedia. B-A-L-L-O-T-pedia.org. Um, and it's just also, one resource. I mean, it's just Google. Yeah. Just, just Google Oklahoma state questions. You'll find like 10 pages and go look at the state of Oklahoma's, uh, election board website. Go read all that stuff. Read your County election yeah. board's website. Get all, get informed, read all that information. Yep. All of these are listed on the secretary of state site. Um, and then, okay. Uh, is another great place for information. The Oklahoma policy Institute. They usually try to do a pretty good job of giving you facts without, skewing it. And have fun debating all that shit on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, there might be some families torn apart by these Probably. kind of things. <laughs> totally. So. Well, best of luck to you then. Yep. <laughs> Go vote. We'll see you next week. See you at the polls. You've been listening to The Wafty Show with Stephen, Aaron, and John. As always, we need to thank Joshua Path for the use of our theme song, Cement Truck, off the album Between Heaven and Jonestown, recorded by the magnificent Kurt PR. Kurt's, Kurt's awesome. awesome! That is available on iTunes, CD Baby, and anywhere the internet can be found. Remember, as you go out to visit our local places and events, make sure you take care of those who take care of you. Tip your waiters, waitresses, bartenders, musicians, and artists. They're out there working hard for you. We come out with a new episode every Monday. You can find us on iTunes by searching We Apologize for the Inconvenience, where you can subscribe, rate, and comment. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Wafty Show. 
facebook.com slash wafty show we'll see you next week Woo! i'll be free